Pigeon. Make Maddie proud, make Daddy proud. Don't dye your hair. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Hello, welcome back, everybody. First up, we got wellness check. Um, no, that's no, that's where I'm at. First, you take all my defensemen. Now you're taking all of my goalies. Well, not all of them. Most of my goalies. Yep. <laughs> Leave me alone, please. Yeah, I'm just not not great. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Um. So I guess just yesterday in the game against Boston, uh, there was a penalty shot for Brad Marchand. Marchand. Um, and it looked like Samsonov caught his skate or something um, when he was being faked out and hurt his, I think they said groin. Let's just drop my phone on my laptop. Knee. Knee. That's worse um maybe I don't know they're both bad so he's out he left the mid the game mid game Shalgren's played the second just the third period just the third yeah. period he also has to play again today because <laughs> it's a back-to-back -back. um so the Leafs signed the Marley's goalie Keith Petrozelli um who I will at some point refer to by the wrong last name because there's a couple soccer players that have similar last names and I always get them mixed up so at some point you will hear his name wrong it's Petrozelli though I'm looking I... at a tweet to confirm it <laughs> in my head in my brain when I would think about it it would, ended up being Petrolangelo <laughs> I was like no not right nope, not right not not that no I normally say Petruzzi or Petruza because there are, are like two Canadian soccer players who have those last names and I mix them up and then add in <laughs> Keith Petrozelli it's just too much for me <laughs> the ones with the p and the z's Ugh. don't ask anymore <laughs> um so he had to be signed to an NHL contract and if you go oh wait Megan but they were at 50 contracts they couldn't sign anyone new don't worry Nick Abe Kubel was put on waivers and claimed by Washington earlier this week they're good they're at 50 again <laughs> Oh, what a time. Yeah, he's been, but Petrozelli has been very good with the Marlies this year. They're 6-0 and when he's played, which is good. Um, He's been pretty solid. He played for the Growlers, I think, maybe two years ago and, like, has come up and earned his spot for sure, earned the top goaltender spot. Um, The other thing is, we're like, so where's um Joseph Wall in all of this? Still injured. Still injured. Of course. Yeah, so... The Leafs are going to need a goalie soon. And you know what? It looks like Jack Campbell might be available. Who knows? <laughs> That's a joke, but... <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's not necessarily true, but also, I mean... Could be. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so what else happened with the Leafs this week? They beat Boston, so good for them. Um. That Marshawn penalty shot goal was his 800th career point. They said it like early in the first period. They're like, oh, Marshawn's sitting at um, 799 career points. I'm like, well, that's happening tonight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he didn't break 
I think it was 1900 penalty minutes last night though because he was he's at like 1899 I think they said which was more of a surprise mm. that he didn't do that <laughs> um what else happened with the Leafs their shit that's all I remember yeah they tried to trade Abe Kubel but apparently no one wanted to buy him trade for him I guess um no seriously was there anything else with the Leafs I feel like there was oh my goodness yes of course this (laughs) so because you know the Leafs were shit right They've been playing like shit. They've been losing to shit team. Um, <laughs> these unhinged middle-aged or older men on Twitter. This this man posted, um, first of all, he his um, screen name is Dubis and Shandy must go, exclamation mark. His bio description is we're going nowhere and we're happy to take leaf Na- leafs nation along with us who needs the playoffs anyway yeah nice um so this man makes his is it his first tweet no it's not his first tweet um oh my goodness he has more this is just this one went viral um he sorry he had previously tweeted pictures of um leafs trades and stuff but what he posted was fire kyle do this now read read and retweet facts matter um and then he posted a picture of a printed off like letter stat sheet kind of thing um going over four points so um point number one Winning in the playoffs to contend for the Stanley Cup. Has made the playoffs in each of his four full seasons with largely solid regular seasons, but has been eliminated in the first round in each of the four years. Verdict, failure. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Verdict, failure. Failure. Um, and then drafting. So he has a little nice little chart for the first three rounds of um, the draft from 2018 to 2022. And this is really where the best parts are because he does not know how to spell any names. Rasmus Sundin, that's a new one. Um, I, (laughs) Sean Dersey, I think is spelled right. Maybe. It looks like it's missing a letter to me, though. And then Semyon Durargru. Derargu, D-E-R-A-R-G-U. That's Der Argachinsev, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think that's who he's saying. But honestly, it could it could be someone else. Either way, it looks like it's spelled wrong. Um, and then he has Nick Robertson, N-I-C. Nick. Wrong. Um, Radian Amarov. Radian, like mm. the mathematical thing radian ron hervinen it is very clearly ronnie it has been ronnie the whole time (laughs) 
Except he didn't even have Hervin in. It's Herobin. Herobin. <laughs> Herobin. Oh my god. But I think he spelled Topi Nimola right. I'm like a law face. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so funny. Um, we also got Matt Keys. It's supposed to be Matt Nice. Wow. <laughs> um and then he has traded pick in 2022 dump Peter Morezic. Morezic. Like Morazic is very easy to spell. It's spelled it's spelled almost exactly how it sounds. And you just made up the spelling. Um and he <laughs> so that one's also obviously verdict failure. Um and then he goes through trades. Um, I don't think he understands that he was doing a great job dumping the cap shit that Lou Amarillo put him put the Leafs in like Matt Martin to Islanders for Eamon McAdam that is that's a that was a good trade because Matt Martin wasn't doing shit Mm -hmm. and you had to remove Mike Babcock's plaything (laughs) and I'm pretty sure Eamon McAdam's a goalie I could be wrong he's a growler for sure though um and then we got Nazem Kadri misspelled I-M instead of E-M. Callie Rosen also misspelled I-E instead of just E. Um, We did get Tyson Berry and Alex Kerfoot correct, though. Oh, nice. Um, And this man can spell Zaitsev, but he cannot spell Nikita. <laughs> it's Nakita. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Jake Muzzin only has one Z, apparently, in his name. Grunstrom, I think Grunstrom has another letter in there that like that should be in there that I think he's missing. Um see so did spell Kasperi Kapanen right too. And still Radian Amarov, my dude. And he spelled Andreas Janssen right too. Like I am so confused. <laughs> I um, aye, aye. I think Ilya Lavushkin is my favorite, though, because it's I-I-Y-A. So it's not even Ilya. It's Ia. Ia. <laughs> Great. Um, and Lavushkin is definitely missing some letters, too. I'm not positive on how to spell Lavushkin, but it looks too short. It's too short. Uh- <laughs> um, Mark Giordano looks good. Uh, uh, Matt Murray looks good. Travis Dermott is missing a T. Um, which is, I so his his point here under trades is a clear pattern here: trading youth or high draft picks for short term rentals, rentals, and to free up cap space. Um, not really, but sometimes, like. Uh, also, future considerations for Matt Murray is just like a steal, even though he's injured. You get a good player for free, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like some of them, sure, you could say that, like Nick Felino, whatever. Yeah, but most of it, no. Um, I 
genuinely <laughs> his point for other is not really that interesting it's kind of boring and literally just facts like he has full control over the salary cap yes that is his job thank mm-hmm. you um signing the biggest free agent of the past five years in John Tavares again that is his job and that's a that's a win my dear. yeah I would say especially because John Tavares like maybe he wasn't so good last year but he he woke up and he was like no I'm back mm-hmm. I am back <laughs> I've had, I didn't have enough kale last year. We have reached the peak amount of kale consumed and I am roaring. <laughs> um, yeah, so the rest of those points are really obvious and boring. Um, overall verdict, non-existent playoff success, poor space, space drafting, not just one space, trade gambles, risky free agent signings and poor management staff decisions is collective epic failure by Dubis and worthy of his immediate firing how can anyone argue with the facts of this report card and then in the like footnotes it says fire Kyle Dubis on Halloween 2022 and end this nightmare from lifelong Leafs fan Dougie D (laughs) thanks Dougie um I disagree, but I did have a great laugh reading all of that. Yeah, it was that was quite entertaining. It was. Um, and you know what? These stupid, this stupid team is gonna like come back and wake up and still make the playoffs. And I don't know if they'll win, but they'll definitely make the playoffs. Yeah. Like they'll be there. They'll show up. Mm-hmm. Even like last night, my dad was like, "Oh, the Leafs are gonna lose," and I was like, "No, this is the best team in the league right now. They will win." <laughs> you don't? Do you forget how the Leafs work? <laughs> the worst teams in the league, they can beat the Leafs. Yeah, <laughs> the best <laughs> teams, no, <laughs> not allowed. Um, Austin Matthews has woken up though. He had his two goal game yesterday. Um, he had I think a goal in the game before that too. I've lost track. I don't know. He's, yeah, oh yeah, they played the Flyers. They beat the Flyers. Come on, man. That's a shitty team. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had a goal in that. John Tavares also had a hat trick. I'd forgotten about that. A real mm. hat trick without an empty netter goal. Um, yeah, Austin Matthews is awake again. A little bit more. I do not like what they've done with the lineup, though, because they had, um, it was the first line's whatever. Bunting, Marner, Matthews. Second line, again, also whatever. I don't love it, but sure. Um, Kerfoot, Tavares. It's Kerfoot I don't love on that line. Not Tavares or Nylander. Mm. Nylander has also been very good. He set up Austin Matthews' second goal. Like, I could have scored that goal. William did all the skating through everyone. Made a great pass. And Austin Matthews just put it in the net. You know, like... <laughs> Most people could have scored that goal. <laughs> um, and then it was the third and fourth lines that are just like wild. Like Simmons was recalled. So he was playing on the fourth line with Engvall's playing center and Malgan? That doesn't sound right. I feel like I'm missing someone. The third line, though, was Aston Reese, Camp. Who can I think of? Who am I missing? I don't know. I'm real bad at 
remembering lines. I'm normally very good, but I think it's an issue that I can't think of it. <laughs> um, like that's I think that's why I think it's so stupid is because I can't think of it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, let's see. Load faster, you butt. Timothy Lilligren's back, though. That's very nice. I missed him. He hasn't saved us from Yarn Croak. That's who I forgot. He's on the third line. I was right. Sim- Simmons was on the third line? Okay. Um, Simmons, Engwell, and Yarn Croak, and then Asmarie's Camp and Mongan. No, that doesn't. Why is Camp on the fourth line? I don't understand. Like, this man has been holding. It was like him, Tavares, and sometimes Nylander, who were like the three forwards for the last five games. Mm. And yet we're like, here, Camp has fourth line center with Zach Aston Breeze. <laughs> like, you don't understand. No. Um, so Robertson's been sitting. He's still on the Leafs right now, but he's been sitting, which is pissing me off because Mo- there's no way Morgan should be playing over Robertson and Morgan had like four shots and all of them were like mediocre at best and like was pissing me off because like Nick Robertson could have scored that Nick Robertson could have scored that like this man has a great shot Nick Robertson could have scored that mm-hmm. <laughs> uh um so anyway there it's no longer Morgan Riley or Mark Giordano's time to suffer with um Justin Hall it's TJ Brody and unfortunately they did want them together to see if it would help Paul and it is but also like poor TJ Brody (laughs) this poor man yeah I mm. it's just Mm -hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this yeah I can't believe I'm saying this actually Justin Hall was not bad yesterday but um I can't believe I'm saying this I would like Jordy Ben or Victor Mete to play over Justin Hall right now. Like, I think he just needs to sit. <laughs> um, Personally. I think that's so, the best for him. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then they had Riley Lilligren. That's not what I thought it was. I thought it was Riley Sandine. Um, anyway, Riley Lilligren and Jordan- Jordano and Sandine. So Sandine's been playing the right side. He's been doing fine. I don't think I've really noticed anything. Not that I've watched any of the games other than Saturdays. Because they were late. They were still on the East yeah. Coast or on the West Coast then, except the game against the suppliers, which I was at volleyball for. So I couldn't even watch the game busy. last night because they weren't playing on ESPN. Fair. Mm. Well, they play at like five o'clock today, so maybe you can watch them tonight in Carolina. Again, yeah, in Carolina, not against Carolina. In Listen, Carolina. they also play at home twice while I'm in Toronto. And mm. I can't go. So, mm. I mean, I could go, but well, they I always can't go. release like last minute tickets, which should, in theory, be cheaper. That is fair. But I think everyone that I'm with would kill me. Go by yourself. Just ditch them. <laughs> you go have a ball yourself. <laughs> I don't need to go out. I need to go to a Leafs game. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly it. How are you going to put me in Toronto November when the Leafs are there and you're going to tell me I can't? Exactly. Oh. Especially because the Marlies aren't home. I figured out why. It's because the Royal Agricultural Fair is on in 
the Coca-Cola Coliseum. So they're away for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, because my dad and I, like, my dad had an email that was, like, discounted Marley's tickets and we're going through the games. I'm like, nope, can't do that day. Nope, can't do that day. <laughs> it was so bad. It was, like, we were, it was until Boxing Day, basically. I was like, okay, awesome. Yeah. Unless I want to take a Tuesday, a random Tuesday off in December, which I might, I might. It, it might be, but like, <laughs> might be worth it. Um, my friend was like, oh, like, I would go with you if they were playing like earlier in the day. I was like, earlier in the day on a Saturday? No. Who do you think this is? Yeah. Mm-mm. This is no. this is a prime time hockey team on Saturdays. Like please. <laughs> um yeah, I think that's it for Leafs. What's Alex Nylander up to? I don't know, I don't know why Nylander's he just popped up, up into my head. Because we want him to be a Leaf. I don't know what <laughs> Alex Nylander's up to. I think he's playing in the AHL. That's all I got. Not yeah. positive though. Scrying. What team is he on now? He signed in Chicago. Looks bar Brighton Penguins. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Um, what else happened this week? Sidney Crosby has 900 assists, which is a lot. Yeah, Jesus. I think he should just quit while he's ahead. Yeah, higher now. I think it's about time. Me, every time I see Patrice Bergeron's face, I'm like, just fucking retire. <laughs> I'm sick of you. Just retire. Stop doing things and go home. Just go home. Yeah. Um, Claude Giroux played the Flyers for the first time ever yesterday um, and scored the first goal in the game and then did lose to the 2022-2023 Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> well... Um, oh, and not to mention, that goal was his 300th career goal. Go off, Claude. And um, he's played or scored a goal against all 32 NHL teams now. Wow. Wow. Look at him. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Um, it was, I think, a rough day for Philadelphians yesterday with um, that to begin with just that narrative regardless of how the game turned out um and then you had the world series they lost and then also the mls cup they also lost and we were watching it um because my dad's like a bigger soccer fan than i am and legitimately so the other team had a player sent off in um extra time i think and so they're playing 10 players only compared to the 11 that philadelphia has the other team scores. Philadelphia ties it up. They go to penalty kicks, and they lost in penalty kicks. That's tough. It is very tough. And, like, the Philadelphia players, I don't think, shot the ball very well in PKs. But, yeah, it was just um not a good day for Philadelphians. So maybe don't actually – yeah, just don't think about it. It's fine. Don't think about it. You, you got the Eagles. Real. You got the Eagles. Just think about them. Nobody else. <laughs> Just the Eagles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else happened this week? 
Um, so I trying to find something that's not. Oh, the Ottawa Senators are up for sale. Officially. Oh, yeah, I think I some there was several tweets about hockey Twitter banding together and buying the Ottawa Senators, and I think we should, and I think we could. Yeah. Um, it's feasible. Yeah. It would be the opposite of whatever Eugene Melnick was doing. <laughs> but yeah, I think it would be so fun. Basically, the only condition is that they have to stay in Ottawa. Um, it looks like talks for having a downtown arena have heated up again which is really good because if you recall there was like something with Melnick and the person he was supposed to be investing with and they sued each other um it was just like very dramatic um those have been those lawsuits have been settled and they're re-entered negotiations for a downtown arena which I think will definitely bring in more money to this team because it's an exciting team Mm -hmm. But is it an exciting enough team to drive an hour out of town to go see is the question. Probably not. No. Also, like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you're like, oh, I want to go to an NHL game. Oh, like, that's the closest arena. I feel like it's not something where people are buying season tickets and they're going to every single game multiple times a week. Yeah, not unless you live close, like in Kanata, close to the arena. If you live in downtown Ottawa, very unlikely. Because even like, think about you finish work at five, you get something to eat or you go get to your car, drop your stuff off at home, and then you're immediately driving to the rink. Mm-hmm. Like there's not much time in there, <laughs> especially because like PM game, right? Yeah, especially if you like work in an office or something, like you're gonna want to change out of your office clothes. You got stuff to do. Like you're not gonna make it there in time. Exactly. I don't know how Ottawa traffic is, but it's not it great is. trying to get into or out of the city. Well, which is really funny, really. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and it, again, it depends on where you're working downtown too, because you could be like the other side of town, and that's maybe an hour and a half drive to the arena in Kanata. Like, mm-hmm. not good. Um. Oh, so the Capitals are a mess. They have several people injured, including Connor Brown, who, um has to get reconst- uh, reconstructive surgery for his ACL which is horrible he's out six to eight months so like the entire season poor man that's that sucks yeah I understand why um Abe Kubel was claimed by Washington <laughs> um yeah TJ Oshie is also out indefinitely with a lower body injury yeah, just a, a mess. A mess. Not um, great. Mm-hmm. Sticking with injuries, Jamie Drysdale of the Ducks suffered a torn labrum, which is the left shoulder, um, and is out four to six months, which also sucks because he's like 21 and has been very solid for them on defense. 
Um, not good. Not good. It feels like there's way more injuries at the beginning of this season than it movies. really does. There are a lot and not not even like kind of like small things where they're like, oh, like they did something funky like their day to day or their week to week. Like these people are out for almost their entire season, if not the entire season. Yeah. It's been a lot of that or like out indefinitely as in we cannot yet determine how long this person will be out, but at least a month, mm-hmm. like long, like, like Jake Muzzin, we don't still don't know how long he's going to be out. They haven't really said anything. They just said indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Scary stuff. Hmm. Um. In a very confusing tweet for me and most other people, the Dallas Stars signed goaltender Matt Murray to one-year entry-level contract. It's it's a different Matt Murray, but he is a goaltender also, which is just a just like um a lot. He he looks very different from the Leafs Matt Murray and is significantly younger. Um, yeah. So I just saw that tweet and I was like, That's- wait a second. hold on a minute (laughs) that doesn't seem quite right I if I saw that at first I think I would have thought it was um you know how on um like at draft deadline like people have like the fake accounts like official accounts yeah and like obviously they're not real um but they just like tweet that people are being traded places and whatnot I think I would have thought it was one of those accounts yeah after being very confused yeah I'm so excited for a trade deadline season once Elon Musk implements the eight dollar per month um blue check marks like I'm gonna be like okay what is Elliot Friedman's ad again <laughs> like How many checking every letter <laughs> yeah yeah I'm not gonna report anything until I've seen it like go through like a trade center app or website like <laughs> Until the teams officially have a statement, I am not believing it. Yeah, but then you still have to know the teams at to make sure that it's the right thing. <laughs> like, the whole thing. Elon Musk oh. is going to make us suffer even yeah. more than he already has. Got it, Elon. Look at look at hockey Twitter. What do you think you're doing? We're going to be in shambles. We are. <laughs> We're already, like, people like... um. Like, the people who do it consistently and who do get a lot of people a lot of times um, are, they're going to be thriving. Oh, my God, yeah. Thriving. (laughs) I'm dreading it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, Let's switch links before we do anything. All right, next up, let's talk about some women's hockey stuff. Um, the Toronto Six have brought back the Toronto Furies mascot. Um, Kipling, the bear. She's a polar bear. It's a vibe. She's a little creepy. It's fine, but I'm looking it up. <laughs> I think I. When I when my friend and I went to see the Furies and the Thunder, I think there's a picture 
Yeah, she's just a little creepy. Um, but I love it. And I was like, wait, how did they do this? And then I remembered that um one, the CWHL doesn't exist anymore, and two, that it's Sammy Joe Small, because she was the like, I think basically the president of um the Toronto Six as well. So or the the Furies as well. Now that she's the president of the six, she has she probably had control of the mascot the whole time. And she just brought it back. The eyelashes on this thing. Yeah, I know. I think that's what makes it creepy, really. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, what other women's hockey stuff do we have? Uh for excuse me, it's PHF opening weekend this weekend. There was also PWHPA showcase. I had no time to watch anything though which is very frustrating for me, but it's fine. I'll find some time in like two weekends, maybe. No, three. Yeah. I'm very busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, But it's PHF opening weekend, so La Force de, Mo- de Montreal um, have played their first games, and Anne-Sophie Bette scored the first goal in franchise history. A beautiful tip on the power play. Um, and then the last thing is that the PWHPA has announced an all-star weekend event in December with the Senators. I think they're playing like a couple different arenas around Ottawa and like Belleville area, which is exciting. I'm going to bug my brother and see if he's going to go. He's always easier to convince to watch women's sports than men's though. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Um, I think that's it for women's hockey. Uh, we're going to talk about Halloween costumes and then we'll talk about the shitty stuff. Because, you know, can't go very long without it. Mm. Um, okay, I don't know. I'm just... I'll send this to you. I think <laughs> you need to see it. Um, Chris Kreider and his girlfriend dressed up as Nika Zibanejad and his girlfriend for Halloween. <laughs> it's so cute oh I love it (laughs) I love it so much how did this like come about they go what should we be for Halloween um this was a hundred percent Chris like (laughs) great I love it I love it oh my god that's fantastic. Um, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, I would say the only really other costumes of note are yes, you pull RV <laughs> who dressed up as uh do you know her name? The girl from um, Finding Nemo. Who goes wanna, to the dentist? I feel like it starts with a D, but I don't know. And now I'm going to look it up really quick. Um, yeah. So oh he dressed God. up as her. He's wearing the red wig with the pigtails. Um, and he's got like fake headgear. In, and his girlfriend is Nemo in a bag. It's Darla. Darla. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's a vibe. It's also it's such commitment. I love it. <laughs> so funny 
and then um um Tyson Berry and his wife dressed up as the Barbie and Ken from the Barbie movie that we've seen with them on roller skates and in the mm-hmm. like very um neon stuff yeah um like Tyson Berry is wearing like bronzer <laughs> I love funny. it with only his face yeah <laughs> like can't commit go get a full spray tan exactly um to me that's really the only ones of note do you have any other that stood out to you that you were like this needs to be shared with the world um not really the only other people that I saw and kind of giggled were Mason Marchman and his girlfriend they were Willy Wonka and Violet that's her name right Violet it's a little weird choice for a couple's costume yeah yeah I that's yeah okay if you're gonna do Willy Wonka I feel like I don't know like if I don't know I feel like Willy Wonka is very um that's like a solo thing you can't take another character from the movie and put it in no no I agree with you um yeah nothing else really of note in my opinion Mm-mm. um all right so if you don't want to hear about the shitty stuff trigger warning for racism bullying and ableism this is the end of the episode then you can follow us on Twitter at For Puck's Sake Pod, Instagram at For Puck's Sake Podcast, TikTok at For Puck's Sake Pod, and Tumblr at For Puck's Sake Podcast. All right. So if you'll recall, we had previously talked about Mitchell Miller, who was drafted by the Coyotes, and then they rescinded the draft pick. Um, he, The reason why everyone was upset about him being drafted in the first place was because he had... Um, made a class sorry he wiped a lollipop in a urinal then made a mentally disabled classmate lick it and continued to make fun of him for this act and um be racist about it because the victim was a person of color is a person of color um so obviously that is fucking horrible it doesn't matter that you did it when you're 14 it's calculated and it's bad um, I don't think we need to rehash that. That's pretty clear cut. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Boston Bruins decided to sign him to an entry-level contract. Um, there have been like so many comments for from Bruins players, the GM, the coach. Like it's very weird. Basically, pretty much the players came out and said, we don't want this in our dressing room we've built a good culture here. We don't want that. I don't care that it happened when he was a kid. I it looked like we don't want this here. Um, which was a, it's nice to see that out loud yes. from the Bruins players. Mm-hmm. I feel like when shitty people get taken on by teams, a lot of the time, we don't know if anything is being said and by nothing being said publicly and like it being announced publicly by the players on their feelings about it it's 
basically the same thing as saying nothing at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that is a good thing, but like Sweeney, who is the GM, said, I'm not gonna downplay this. This has been a personal struggle as well as a professional struggle. Um and then he said like there was I think it was later on he said something along the lines of um we're uh, if it was my kid I'm not sure I would be able to forgive them like then why did you sign him to a contract it makes no sense it doesn't um and also they didn't reach out to the victim's family during the vetting process like that seems like the first thing you do because mm-hmm. when he was drafted he hadn't shown any remorse he hadn't apologized and um like he hadn't really shown much remorse except oh this could ruin my life in terms of playing hockey as a career I should probably say something but like just that is horrible and then they posted like a big long statement about signing him and they're like he's been better he's done these things except they didn't list the things to that he did to better himself or atone for what he did and they didn't mention the racist and ableist nature of the bullying he just said they just said bullying which is underplays it Mm -hmm. like you can't you can't underplay when those are huge factors in what occurred you can't underplay it no um so yeah, it was just really fucking stupid shit like that. Um, and the victim's mother said um, it wasn't just a single incident. He conti- This was years of and years of torment. What Mitchell did to my son wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a one-time thing. Um, uh, so like, and the family has said, again, like, it was ongoing and he half-assed tried to dm him dm the victim on instagram to apologize but again that was after the backlash was received from Mm -hmm. nhl fans um so like just fucking stupid and um it's just been really bad um gary bettman of all people said the Bruins didn't consult the league before signing him and they would have to see a whole bunch of things before he's NHL um eligible which seems like wild and also very one-off because we know that the NHL has like no standards in place for players Mm -hmm. which is another big issue we've discussed um Um, and then the AHL said he would he would be playing in the AHL once he's signed and the Bruins are ready for him. Um, per our bylaws, any player under suspension to another league who seeks to play in the AHL would have the matter reviewed by the president to determine his eligibility. So he hasn't technically been officially like suspended, but it's still, I don't know, guess basically a suspension. And yeah it also 
I mean, it reflects badly on so many people, like obviously the Bruins ownership management coach, but also the fact that they didn't consult their team and say, hey, we're thinking about this. Not like, not that you do that with every signing, but because this was a problem, an issue that everyone had heard about. Yeah. Right. Like, would this be okay? Is I think a reasonable thing to ask your team. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so it reflects badly on all of those people, but it also, even though Gary Bettman said this, it still reflects badly on the NHL because they don't have a system in place that prevents this from happening or is consistent about it. Cause it's just Gary Bettman saying I, he shouldn't play basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and Gary Bettman should not be the one deciding this on a case by case basis. There need to be bylaws and a contract of some sort in place for standards. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to have a domestic abuse policy. They need to have a racism policy, homophobia, um, obviously sexual assault, sexual abuse, all of that, just abuse in general. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a policy in place and there needs to be consistent um, punishments enforced, including not being allowed to play in the league. Yep. There's just, they should not be rewarded and doing one of the, like, just one of the jobs that is so, like, it's just incredible to have. Like, yeah. incredible to say that playing professional hockey is your job. Mm-hmm. You should not be allowed that privilege. Exactly. It's a privilege to play professional hockey as a job. Mm -hmm. And I think they don't seem to understand that. They being the NHL, the owners, those hockey men, don't seem to understand that it's a privilege to play hockey as a career. And we shouldn't be rewarding people who have behaved badly just because they have strong athletic talents. Exactly. And also, we need to be bringing this down further to younger teams and like juniors and everything Mm -hmm. as they're growing up they're like people around them need to be teaching them that these just because you are some hot shot hockey player in high school you don't get to do whatever you want you're not gonna like you don't get to get away with everything like Mm -hmm. you the bad is still bad even when you're big man on campus yeah Exactly. Um, They did mention on the broadcast yesterday that some of the CHL teams specifically, I think it was Calgary and Edmonton, um, are working with um, the respect group and a couple other groups to come up with their own code for their team and come up with consistent punishments and stuff like that. So like, like I said, this is a simple thing. We we used to do that. Like they even suggest doing that. When I took the coaching course, they suggested doing something along those lines of like a contract in place for your behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm coaching nine and 10 year olds. I'm not doing that. Cause it's just, it's a lot of work for me, but like, and we don't, it would be different if I was coaching a rep team. If I was coaching a rep team, I would, but like they suggest that at that level, a house league level for, say nine and 10 year olds or even younger so why don't we follow this all the way through yeah yeah 
Um, I think that's all we have to say other than oh, we're sending our love to the victim and his family and keep voicing that you're pissed off at the Bruins and the NHL about this shit and them letting shit like this slide mm-hmm. because it's unacceptable. Um, all right. That's it. Bye. Bye.